0: one uh, that, that I've uh, spoke in front of the church as a whole but um, as you guys know we are doing the services on Wednesday nights so we get to talk to your guys to your teenagers every Wednesday so that helps maybe a little bit less nervous but only a little bit so um, today we're gonna talk actually about blessings so most of us have heard um, you know the reference Generational curses or generational blessings, but it's not really something that we talk about a whole lot because Honestly in the church sometimes we just don't want to talk about bad stuff or things that you know have everlasting repercussions um, So I'm going to start off with the definition of a blessing and the definition of a curse So the definition of a blessing is anything that's um, Conducive or helps someone's happiness or welfare and the definition of a curse is is something that causes great harm or misfortune so they're opposites blessings bring happiness and success curses bring sadness and failure um but from the very beginning of course we know that god set us up for for success and he actually started everything off with a blessing so if you guys will turn to genesis 1 So this is, you know, God's creating, creating the world, and Genesis one twenty eight says, God blessed them and said to them, "Be fruitful and increase in numbers, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky and every creature that moves on the ground." So, God, the so one of the very first thing He says, you know, things that He says to man is to be is a form of a blessing. So in the Bible we often see that God made it so that blessings were passed down. From father to son. In Genesis 27 is the story of Jacob and Yeshua, and as Isaac's entering into his final days, one of the tasks that he has is to pass on a blessing to his eldest son. So most of us know the story. You know, Jacob deceived his father and stole his brother's blessing. But we don't necessarily understand the significance of it because sometimes we don't we don't fully understand what it means to be blessed. But to Yeshua, the blessing wasn't just mere words. It wasn't what the said to him or a tradition that he had to, you know, had to complete. It carried weight and significance in his life. He was so mad that he actually for stealing his his blessing, and sometimes it's easy for us to disregard the words of our elders. I know, you know, we've, we've all had words spoken over us, and, you know, sometimes, I actually, uh, a young woman that we know posted a thing the other day and it said it's it's hard to teach your family how to treat you as an adult when like when you're a young adult and the truth is is that you know the, the elder she's having a hard time with her, her older family members speaking into her life but they've earned that right and those words that they're speaking into her even if she doesn't want to hear them they, they have a weight they have significance um, and and they're impactful for generations to to come. So a couple weeks ago, Tony Lee taught about binding positive things to those that we love and loosing the negative off of their lives. And while I was preparing for to, to speak to you guys today, God began to show to me that that those that binding and that loosing significant beyond that one person. You know, so he used his well he used for that uh, for his illustration. But so the things that, you know, um, it's, it's impact kids in this current generation, but their um, So sometimes it's, it's easy to see the negative. It's easy to see. see me better now okay good sorry guys Um, the negative it's easy to see the generational curses or the negative things and how how they impact how they impact families how families can you know be destroyed even by a decision that was made you know years ago but today in the spirit that our church has been of being encouraging we're not going to talk about generational curses today we're talking just about generational blessings so Exodus 20 verse 5 you guys want to turn with me says you shall not bow down Yourselves to them nor serve them For I the Lord your God am a jealous God Visiting the iniquity of the fathers On the, their children to the third And fourth generation of them that hate me And showing mercy to thousands Of them that love me and keep my commandments um, So generational blessings what are they So they're blessings that are passed down From an elder from one generation To another generation and so on And in Deuteronomy 11 1 says Love the Lord your God and keep his requirements, his decrees and laws, and his commands always. Remember today that your children were not the ones who experienced the discipline of the Lord your God. His majesty, his mighty hand, his outstretched arm, the signs he performed, and the things he did in the heart of Egypt, both to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his whole country. What he did to the Egyptian army, to its horses and chariots, how he overwhelmed them with the waters of the Red Sea as they were pursuing, and how the Lord brought everlasting ruin on them. It was not your children who saw what he did for you in the wilderness until you arrived at this place, and what he did in Dathan and Ibra- Abraham and the sons of Eliab, sorry, there's a whole <laughs> Eliab, the Reubenite, when the earth opened its mouth right in the middle of all Israel and swallowed them up with their households and their tents, and everything that belonged to them. But it was your own eyes that saw all of these great things that the Lord has done. Observe, therefore, all the commandments I give you today so that you may have the strength to go in and take over the land that you are crossing in the Jordan to possess and so that you may live long in the land the Lord swore to your ancestors. So what this verse is reminding us is that our kids haven't seen the things that the Lord has done in our life. You know, my kids, they don't, they don't know, you know, what we've been through to, get to where we're at today. They, they, don't, they didn't walk through those things. But it's my job to teach them, to show them, to, to show them how great the Lord's been in, been in my life and to pass on those, those blessings. So that's what generational blessings look like. It's your duty to first be faithful to the Lord, having experienced his grace and mercy and unfailing love, and then to pass that on not to hoard it for yourself but to pass that on to the next generation so that he can see it pers- they can see it personally in their lives and then you know pass it on to their kids and so on and so forth uh, when I was in college I came back for a woman's conference and the speaker she spoke something that I'd never heard before and was greatly impactful in my life um, she was talking about how as a culture that we've lost something in what she was talking about is that it used to be that every young man spent time with the older men in their life and they learned hands-on skills you know they spent time working on cars or working out on the farm or whatever their you know whatever their forefathers did whatever their trade was and for young women they spent time with their elders in the kitchen or you know learning how to how to take care of their homes and so she was talking about how we've we've lost some of that you know it's most young women don't necessarily get to spend time with their grandmas, you know, learning how to, to bake a pie or, you know, whatever their family, family skills are. And, um, and the thing is, is it's not, just, it's not just about the hands-on skills. It's not just about knowing how to run a household. Those, those moments spent together um, while teaching those practical life skills something even more important is happening they were building relationship together with that younger generation the practical lessons those conversations that we're having in those moments were binding those positive things into the lives of those those young men and women and we're creating foundations for general bless for generational blessings Um, and so actually uh, I actually ended up mentoring a couple of young women from the church after that because I was so impacted by th- by those words and one of the things that we did is I actually had you know women from the church come in we would meet once a month or once every other month and they would teach these young women hands on skills or important life lessons so like um, Somebody taught them about modesty. Somebody taught them how to set a table. My mom taught taught them how to, you know, sew a simple pillow. And they spent time with these these young women, building relationship with them and passing on um, important information and, you know, blessings and also life skills at the same time. So don't be surprised, any of you, if over this next year, um, that we come to you when we ask you to come and speak to our youth group. Because this has actually been on my heart for a while to to read to implement this with our youth um, because I think it was so impactful to for them to get to see like these you know these older women who who had knowledge who had skills to pass on and who cared enough you know to come in and spend time with them and to, to bless them so yeah so don't, don't be surprised if we ask you to come in on a on a Wednesday night so <laughs> Um, but the world we live in now is literally telling us to distance ourselves from each other. So not only have we lost these traditions now, it's, it's even, you know, even more. Um, and we've also, we've passed down, we've lost the passing down of the generational blessings. So the question is, who, who can be blessed, you know, do you have to be? You know, how old do you have to be to bless somebody? How, you know, how, how does this all work? Because in the Bible, a lot of times it was, you know, the priest or the father, the head of the household that was passing on the, the blessings. But with Jesus' death, death on the cross, a lot of things changed in regards to connection with God. And I think that blessings is one of those things. After the Spirit was introduced, the idea of family expanded. Gentiles were able to be grafted in. We're able to be a part of the family of God because of his death. And I really think that that blessings changed with that too—the ability to connect to people that are outside of your bloodline. So this doesn't—I'm not just talking about you know people because maybe you're like, oh, I, I don't have any kids or I don't have grandkids to pass all this on to. It doesn't have to be just somebody that's related to you physically that can receive the blessings from you. You can speak life and blessing um, to someone who's younger than you. Um, or even older than you <laughs> time spent together and lessons passed on can be more influential in the life of a young person than you'll ever know for those of you who are th- oh, and those for those of you who are thinking well, it's too late my kids are already grown up you know or maybe you're thinking that you've already burnt the bridge or you know there's been some irreparable damage it's never too late it's never too late to start healing those fences to start healing those wounds to start Speaking blessings into situations where maybe before you spoke curses, um, I was reminded while working on this of my grandparents. So um, my, my brother and I, our entire life, my grandparents were, you know, upstanding Christians, super involved at church, like, you know, just had it all together. From our viewpoint, we ended up finding out, you know, down the road that before we were born that apparently our grandparents were known in their city for throwing these massive Halloween parties that were like haunted houses and like people from all over the county would come. And it was apparently a very big party scene. And I remember thinking like, what? my grandparents? No way. Like they, that's, that wasn't the grandparents we knew at all. And so they changed. The, the story, they changed the blessings that they were handing down, they changed our lives because they gave their hearts to Christ, and because of that decision, because they passed on those blessings, now almost our entire family is saved, and so if they had continued, you know, they could have continued to pass down that legacy of curses and and negativity, but instead they chose to pass down blessings into their family, and for me, i I've been lucky because I married my husband's family also believes in passing down generational blessings. He, you know, definitely was was raised at the right hand of his father, learning those skills and learning those life lessons, learning about the Lord. And our family, too, has definitely, you know, passed on those blessings. So it's never too late. It's never too late to change the story. You know, make it so your grandkids are like, what? My grandparents did that? (laughs) So and they and and your your family might not fully appreciate it the truth is is that is that a lot of a lot of times those blessings you know we don't we don't necessarily realize what they are until much later in life when we can look back and say hey because my grandparents made those choices our lives are changed and um, Joshua and I you know for us we we have an extra special blessing I believe because we've been entrusted with a special opportunity to speak into the lives of your guys of your youth and we get to pass on general generational blessings to them so whether it's through a bible lesson or teaching them the guitar or making sure that they clean up the sanctuary at the end of service or you know I, I have to say I'm so proud I was so proud to be sitting back there and hearing that our youth worked so hard at the fair booth because for us that's you know that's a big deal um, because we're so proud of, of, of them for stepping up and and volunteering and Caleb sleeping on the floor right and Braden being so tired he couldn't move you know for us as youth pastors that's that says a lot to us so we want to thank you guys for giving us that blessing to be able to speak into their lives for sure and to pass on some of the lessons that we've learned so for those of you who are the younger party in a relationship let's say you have somebody that is mentoring you or speaking into your life um, being young, your youth doesn't keep you from, ble- from being a blessing back to them. You can pray for them, encourage them, and bless, de- bless them. At the end of his, of his life on earth, Jesus took the time to bless his mother Mary. So he's on the cross, you know, dying. And he looks down and he sees John the disciple and his mother Mary sitting there. And he says, you know, he says to them, you're now, you know, his mother and you're now her son. And so even though his mother was, was the older person in that situation, he understood the biblical principles better than any of us. And he took that moment to, to create that blessing, to create that connection for them, even while on the cross. So. Um, some of you, and some of you may feel like you didn't receive blessings from your own family, so you have nothing, nothing to pass on from your biological family. But... You do have blessings to pass on from your Heavenly Father. So let the generational blessings start today with you. So today I want to end with some words that we are all familiar with from the song that we've been singing and that Joshua's going to sing again for us today. So, um, so the words of the first part of the song, the blessing, are actually, they're the priestly blessings. So this is what the Lord said to Moses. To tell Aaron and his sons this is how you are to bless the Israelites oh this is a oh this is how you're to bless the Israelites say to them the Lord bless you and keep you the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace so they will put on my name on the Israelites and I will bless them so be blessed today and pass on those blessings as generational blessings blessing, yeah. At least the first word. behind you and beside you